Summertime will be here before you know it, but did you know summer can be an excellent opportunity for your church to experience growth? Don't believe me? Well, stay tuned. We're going to give you eight ways to attract people to your church in the summertime, next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. It's the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Episode 335. All right. Yeah. I'm keeping on top sp- of things. I'm on top of things. 335. Did, does anybody make an engine cubic inch 335? I don't know. I, was, I don't think so. I saw a Camaro, an old, the old 69 Camaro had a 302. I forgot about the 302. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Four inch bore, three inch stroke. <laughs> there you go. Ford had a 304, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. I know the four inch bore is right. I'm pretty sure it's three inch stroke. Wow. It was a real sh- big bore and uh, small stroke, high revving thing. Okay. Yeah, I, had a, I worked with a guy who had one that's probably retired on it now if he still has it. Yeah, he didn't drive it much. All right. So now that we've alienated probably <laughs> 98% of our viewers and listeners. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, hey, you know, I w- my wife was looking at last week's podcast with Miss um, uh, Tompkins. Is it Barbara Tompkins? Sorry, I can't remember her name. I remember it was Tompkins, and uh, I, I, know, I thought I know Barbara Tompkins, but we were talking about the refugee, right? Refugees, and yes, my wife was casting it, you know, because she got on the I don't know the streamingchurch.tv deal and. She actually watched the video casting it from her phone to the TV. And I walked by and I looked at it and I saw me, of course, me and you and Ms. Tompkins. And uh, I looked like I had a bad sunburn. Do I look that way all the time? Oh, no. Let me look again. Nope, not at all. I, I changed the lighting a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but but I know that uh, I stood in front of my wife uh, just yesterday and we were comparing tans yeah. and uh, it's uh, no comparison. <laughs> it was kind well, of a joke because she's, wife, yeah, she's got spray on tan. I mean, yeah, she on. does the spray on tan and uh, I have nothing. So I yeah. am my dermatologist would be very proud of me. Exactly. All right. So now that we've eliminated everybody. Uh, from listening to this podcast. Today, we're going to talk about eight ways to grow your church in the summer. Now, we've just gone through Easter, and uh, we're we're in springtime, although here in Tucson, another thing that will alienate some people, we just had 100 degrees yesterday in Tucson. What? Yep, 100 degrees. We didn't. Yep, we did. We broke the ice. So there's a TV, there's a a news channel here, Channel 4, uh, in Tucson here that, that does a break the ice contest. And it's been going on for years. You've heard of the break the ice. Oh, contest. I've heard of the break the ice, but yeah. it was only like 91 yesterday. Yeah. It was a hundred degrees in the Tucson international airport. Oh, 
I don't know about that. Yeah, it, hey, it's they broke the record. So actually, it's yeah. one of the earliest times to break the record. Yeah. One of the earliest well, here in Tucson. So all right. And, and just in case you're wondering, people listening, uh, what do you mean break the ice? Well, we have a river here in Tucson called the Santa Cruz River, which uh, does have a little bit of water in it because I think they're putting water in it now. But uh, it's kind of a joke because the Santa Cruz rarely has water unless there's monsoon season, right? And and uh, so they had to break the ice on the Santa Cruz. It started years ago. I think it started with Michael Goodrich or somebody. But anyhow, so it, even though it's springtime, when we're recording this, and at 100 degrees yesterday, although Steve will disagree, it was 100 degrees, uh, we're heading towards summer, and there's always this feeling of, well, it's going to be summer, and you know, we're just going to have to go into maintenance mode and hang in there as a church and try to get through the summer, and then hopefully things will pick up in the fall. So we have eight ways yes. that you can grow your church during the summer. Yes, you were telling me before we started recording that uh, you believe you can grow the church in the summer and you get a lot of pushback. Well, I've gotten pushback over the years because uh, people say, no, you can't. Summer, everybody shuts down, people go on vacation, uh, everybody. And, and, you know, that's true. There, there, A lot of people go into this mode, including leaders, church leaders are like, eh, I don't worry about anything. But you can actually grow your church. I did it. I did it. Proof uh, in, in Kansas when I when I started a church in Kansas, we grew in the summer, and and uh, we grew several times in the summer, several years in the summer. But if you don't put anything into it, then you're not getting anything out of it. It's usually not going to automatically happen. So I believe there's ways to grow your church in summer. And I'm not saying you work your tail off year round. I mean, I understand there's times for breaks and. You want to take vacation and you need to do that, especially if you're a pastor, you need to take vacations, but you can still grow your church in the summer. Yes. And so you've got the eight ways to grow your church in the summer. Yeah. yeah. So let's just jump into it, shall we? Yes. All right. Number one, continue online streaming. Continue online streaming. Now, you knew we were going to say this because we do streaming video here. Uh, that's one of our main deals. But you really should continue online streaming because, uh, you know, everybody was doing it during the pandemic. By the way, I think we're officially out of the pandemic, according to uh, Dr. Fauci, even though there's still cases going on here in the United States. Uh, but but churches are finding out that that it's still it's still important to do streaming video. Uh, even if you're out of the pandemic and you're meeting in places and all that stuff, uh, there are still people that uh, the pandemic has changed everything, as we've talked about before. And uh, there's going to be people that uh, don't necessarily want to come all the time uh, for different reasons, maybe health reasons, maybe other reasons. And so it's still good to have online streaming going on during yes. the summer. As I said before, I think people's, I know people's attitude towards work has changed. Yeah. I know all my kids and, and in-law kids are all about uh, working remote now that they can. Yeah. And so uh, doing church remote is, is another opportunity for them to participate in the church and, but not have to get all dressed up or whatever it may be. I know with, yeah. at my home, it's a lot of times it's just, um, laziness to a certain degree, you know, let's just go online. So well, yeah, it provides another opportunity for uh, to participate in the service and not miss out on the church service. 
It gets it out there, and and if you if you archive your live streaming and put it on your website, we have a we have a video vault, an on demand video vault that we give our customers. You know that also gets it out there, and people can see it. And you know, yeah, it's summertime, and there are people on vacation and going places, so they can still be a part of things if you're streaming online. So uh, really need to keep it up. Uh, you might want to change it up a little bit, but uh, you can definitely streaming is still here to stay and you should still keep doing it. Yes. So number two on our list here is identify your community needs. Yeah. And by the way, before we jump onto this, I, I was talking to somebody today on the phone and uh, we're probably going to do another podcast on how to promote your live stream because uh, you need to be promoting your live stream all the time but we'll get into that later. So, but moving on to number two, yes, identify your community needs. So, uh, you know, it's church does not exist just for you and, uh, and your members. It, it, it should exist for your community. And I mean, community, the people outside the walls of your church and your city and your town. And so, you know, keep, a, keep really keep your ear to the ground, so to speak. And what's going on in your community? What is it that your church can help and be involved in? Yes, I know um, I may be on the receiving end of uh, an ad campaign, but I'm getting lots of stories of uh, churches, actually very small churches, uh, putting together commun- community events mm-hmm. and marketing them across um, Facebook. So they're taking out ads for Facebook and they're doing things, they're tying their, they're not saying, you know, come to church. They're saying um, we're having a, a trunk or treat at our church or we're doing uh, whatever it may be, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. free fitness classes, uh, free you know, yoga classes, you know, whatever it may be. They, they, they're right. in tune with what the community needs. And it's, it's bridge building activities that people may not yeah. be willing to come to church, um, you know, directly from that, but they'll go and, participate in, uh, you know, a family event that, uh, that the church is sponsoring. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think it's important, as you mentioned, is, you know, you want to do these to help your community in certain ways, help the people in your community. And, uh, you know, evangelism is always an important thing. I, I actually just wrote an article that will be out on our blog, uh, and by the way, these notes that we're talking about today are on the blog, blog.streamingchurch.tv. But uh, it's important that you, you know, you're, you're out to help people, not just try to convert them, you know. Okay. You okay there? It looks like you're having some trouble there. I have. I All have right? to. Yeah. I got to take a minor little break. We have to take a break. You mean I have to stop no, this thing? No, oh, we're good. Okay. We can continue All right. on. All right. I, I don't think know we're what good. you're doing there, but it's kind of. I'm getting paged. Oh, so, well, are we okay? Is everything, all the servers still running? I think so. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, while Steve takes care of his text, let's move on to number three. So number two was identify your community needs. Number three is become more social media savvy. That's uh, kind of a mouthful there. Now, look. We've we we beat this horse. Is that really politically correct? We we beat this dead horse, but uh, you know the truth is you've got to be out there in social media, and it's not just posting when your services are. It's not just posting you know the newsletter. It's actually putting some stuff out there to interact with people. 
maybe a question, maybe questions, hey, summer's coming up. What are you doing for your summer? You know, and, and get some interaction in your social media, get involved in social media. And, and uh, you'll, you'll, this is another key to staying connected with people. Yeah. And I, I learned a, a tip from a guy that talked about if you're at zero or near zero with your social media presence mm-hmm. um, and you start, you know, just posting to the, the open abyss without any followers or anything, it's not the recommended route to go. Right. Um, their recommend, you know, his recommendations was uh, find an area where you have interest and knowledge and begin commenting and um, you know, participate in an existing community that's already out there and already thriving. And mm-hmm. as you, the more you participate, you'll get respected more as a, a leader in that particular area. And then you can, right. you'll attract followers and the, it'll start the ball rolling, but it's tough to just go out and start um, posting things out to the abyss. But the better way to do it is just get involved with your community. Maybe it's your uh, nextdoor.com community, you know, because those def- those people will definitely be local to you. So yeah. just, you know, respond to posts and answer questions and start getting right. involved there. Yeah, you're referring to the Nextdoor app, which is uh, very become very popular. Uh, yeah, it's you know, social somebody, media network. Yeah. yeah, I lost my dog. Somebody help me kind of a thing. There's yeah. actually other things on there too, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so social yeah, media, what's a good restaurant or what, you know, yeah. but it's all very local. So it's yeah. a right place for, I'm surprised we haven't talked about it more, but it, for a church to get involved, that's a great place to get involved. It is. And again, it's, it's, it's interaction. It's, that's what it's all about. And, and uh, uh, that's where people are today. And look, I, I know for people listening to this, if you're a leader, it sounds a little overwhelming. Oh, I got to do this, got to do that. But, but, you know, if you just schedule some of this stuff, you know, and just schedule it, it, you know, it's five minutes a day or roughly, in my opinion, you know, if you just schedule it and get it on a nice little routine, you don't have to spend your whole day about it. You can just begin to work on it and uh, cross it off your list. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Number four, you're saying take uh, advantage of outdoor space. What do you mean by that? Well, so it's summertime and, uh, I forgot to look at the clock when we started here. Uh, it's summertime, and I think that uh, for most places, you're going to have some pretty decent weather most of the time. So, you know, there's some parks that you could do some things in. There's some uh, spaces. Usually every community has some kind of an area where people gather. So take advantage of some of those outdoor uh, places, especially when it's nice outside. And in Tucson, I just mentioned earlier, we had, uh, we had 100 degrees yesterday. Uh, but you know the evenings are nice here in the desert, and everybody's got usually some place they can go during the summer, unless you live in a different part of the world and the seasons are different. You could plan some kind of outdoor activities, and and again get your people from your members involved, reach your community with it, mm-hmm. publicize it in your community, and uh, it might be you know I don't know it might be something for just the kiddos, could be some kind of a event to help. This, the food bank, you know, some kind of event that uh, would draw some attention and yeah. know, connect with your people. I remember in California, the local churches putting together concerts in the park. Yeah. So, perfect. And, you know, late afternoon, evening concerts mm-hmm. in the park, bring the kids, spread a blanket. Yeah. You know, have the worship band play, you know, just all kinds of things. And yeah. 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 So, there, there's really, uh, 
uh, you know, it's summertime. Take advantage of, of people are going to be outside walking around and, and doing things. So take advantage of that opportunity. You can grow your church. And look, we're not talking hundreds of people, but we're talking, you know, as far as people showing up to your church, you might have hundreds of people to an event. But, you know, you, if you pick up uh, two or three people, two or three families that might be interested in your church because you were at an event or you showed up at an event, you know, that that's progress. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, we're Number five. Number five, emphasize or encourage relationships. I know my glasses on there. Encourage relationships. So uh, look, uh, the bottom line to everything that we do should always be about relationships and forming relationships. Uh, that's the whole reason. Honestly, I mean, I was on paid staff for many, many years at churches as a senior pastor or executive pastor or somebody else. And uh, but I really what fueled me was the relationships that I would make at my church. And and uh, there's relationships that, that can go on for a long time. You know, even if even if you go to a different church, you know, you know, people. And and so uh, create af- opportunities for people to have relationships, maybe have a, a morning coffee time or, uh, you know, an, an evening dessert time or, or something that, that you can gather people together and, and connect them. And, and small groups are still valid even in the summer. Yeah, definitely. Small groups, uh, men's groups, you know, youth groups, children's groups, you know, whatever little niche within the church you can put together a similar interest. It's a good idea. Yeah. You can do things at the church, uh, like you just mentioned for the kids or younger people or even older people. And uh, you can do things outside the church too. You know, you can combine all this stuff with uh, the outdoor activities. So really encourage relationships. It's, it's all about relationships. I mean, that's what we do, what we do, right? It's, it's all about helping people connect with each other and connect with God. All right. Number six, number six, my mouth is sore. I got one of these, uh, I think you, I haven't told you about this, but uh, I got one of these deals that, that's a mouthpiece that, that's supposed to help me breathe better at night. So I don't stop breathing and supposed to help eliminate snoring. And I guess it's working. I've had it for a week now, but it makes my mouth kind of sore. We'll oh. just edit, we'll just edit this out. But I, now I know what people feel like when they have their, their jaws wired shut. Cause I, they, you put it in there and you really can't do anything. But all right, so I'm sore, but uh, where are we at here? So number six, right? Personalized invitations, personalized invitations. So why not, you know, in the summertime here, think about some people maybe you haven't seen for a while that have come to the church or even people that have been coming and write them a little note. Uh, you can do it lots of different ways. You 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 can you can write a little notes and send a little letter. Look, snail mail. That's what you know. Snail mail is the post office. That's what I call it. Snail mail, slow, not email, not electronic mail, snail mail. But you know, people still like to get little things in the mail. They still do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think. Uh... Are you distracted? <laughs> or am, I, no. or am I distracting you? All right. <laughs> no. All right. So um, I was just just I'm listening to a book now, and they're talking about um, how to foster uh, relationships, and 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 notes is a key way to do that. Is taking notes and remembering things about people that you talk to, and then send them notes at a later time. Wow! So, so you're writing you're reading a book about about relationships? I well, kind of, yeah. I'm shocked. <laughs> is this is this through your uh brain teaser group or whatever it is 
No, this is just, uh, I, um, I listen to podcasts every day and over the weekend I got to the end podcasts and I have a bunch of books that I had purchased, um, prior to ending my, uh, Hmm. agreement with, uh, audible because i got way behind so yeah. i have all these i have a i don't know there's probably there were like a dozen yeah. books that i had purchased that i had not listened to yet so anyway yeah. ran out of podcast and oh let's queue up the one of these books and yes one of the books i had downloaded um was called how to talk to anyone <laughs> <laughs> you like that huh I just, I think that's really good. I'm, I'm glad you're doing that. Okay. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so personalized invitations, personalized invitations. Uh, I can't read my notes here because I don't have my glasses on. So extend these invitations to people, you know, get people uh, can help get them involved, you know, invite them to discover certain ministries in your church. Uh, but, but take some time out. And, uh, you know, you don't have to send a letter, your, your postcard, you could just, uh, yeah, you can send an email as long as it's personal email, you know, uh, something like that. All right. All right. Number seven, appreciation events. All right. You know, this one real well, right? A live church, church you go to church. I used to work for until yeah, they fired we do me. This, we uh, do this very well. Yeah. You guys do appreciation events. What are those appreciation events that you guys do? So they basically pull together, um, an event for all the volunteers. So they'll go through and we've done um, micro level or smaller level appreciation events where we'll take like, you know, the AV team and they'll do a special thing or maybe the worship band or the kids workers or whatever. Uh, Or we often do a whole church one where they'll put on a a dinner and uh, just have a bunch of fun stuff going on and feed you and, and just letting you know that uh, the church letting all the volunteers know how much they appreciate them. Yeah. And really that's important to do, right? I mean, and you could even write appreciation notes to people, you know, uh, you know, you could do a lot of things there, but, but, you know, if you don't want to have a big event uh, for your volunteers and depending on the size of your church, it may not be that big of an event, but you know, if you have something set up, that'd be good. Or again, you can, you know, you can, you can write little notes and you can do little things that let people know that they are appreciated because look, let's face it. Volunteers are really the lifeblood of your church and you can have staff people, but it's so important to have people involved. Yes. All right. And then number eight on our list. Number eight. Yes. Number this eight. is kind of related to number six, isn't it? Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. Yeah, well, a little bit. Yeah, it, it's I would I would take it a little deeper. So number eight is minister to the individual. Uh, number six was uh, personalized invitations. But number eight, I, I would say minister. I, that would be more of taking an active role in, in really helping somebody that's going through a difficult time and, and uh, maybe make, you know, make the church available. Let people know, hey, look, if you're going through summertime depression or whatever it might be. Uh, we're here to help. We'd love to sit down and talk with you. We'd love to be able to reach out to you. Uh, I mean, really, uh, again, it's it's all about connecting with people and and being there for them, uh, looking to see how you can serve them and uh, minister. I, I see it as more of a more personal than just 
little invitations. I mean, they can lead right. to that, I guess, right? But I think that's important to to really keep that in yeah. mind. It's it's so yeah. you know, and again, and, I, go ahead. I mean, in your notes, you're talking about Jesus was um, also ministered to the individuals. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, uh, Thomas who was doubting him after his resurrection, he you know pulls right. him aside separately, and so yeah, yeah. and just uh, there's all kinds of cases of that. Yeah, we, we tend to see Jesus many times, you know, the gatherings of thousands of people followed him or whatever. But but the bottom line is he was very concerned about individuals. And you see that, as you just mentioned in Scripture. So, it, it, you know, it's, it's again, this is a, a kind of a deal where it's summertime. I'm just not going to do anything. We're just going to go into maintenance mode. And, well, you know, don't go that direction. I mean, yes, take a vacation, you know, give some other people some responsibility so you may not make be able to take a break for a little bit if you're involved in leadership. But the bottom line is uh, people are out there and uh, you can grow your church in the summertime. It's possible to do that. I actually did advertising with postcards uh, multiple summers and I saw some growth. So there's lots of different ways. I don't have that on here, but uh, you know, it's all about reaching people and letting, letting the community, letting your members know that, Hey, we're here and we want to make a space for you and be available to you. In certain ways, this is the best time because we go through the, you know, our list here about identifying your community needs and getting outdoors and, you know, summer's very, um, is summer's ideal for that, mm-hmm. um, for, really you know, putting it at their events and all these things that we talked about. Yeah. Summer's probably the best time of the year for it. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And so, again, take advantage of these opportunities. Uh, You know, you can delegate some things to some people, give them maybe some younger members, some opportunities to take some responsibility to kind of, you know, stir the pot, so to speak, and get your church more involved in things. And you'll be surprised you can actually reach people in the summer. And it's a good thing to do. So, so anyhow, that, that's all I've got. There's probably more things. Anybody has input, we'd love to hear from you. Support at streamingchurch.tv. And uh, just want to mention, too, that uh, this is uh, brought to you by this Church Solutions podcast. is brought to you by mychurchdaily.com. And speaking about connecting with people, mychurchdaily.com gives you the opportunity to be able to uh, get on Amazon devices, the Echo devices, the Alexa devices. There's all They come in all shapes and sizes. Millions of people have them now in the United States. I mean, I can actually do a flash briefing with this. This is a, an Alexa device. It's, it's a fire tablet. Uh, people can't see it here because if, if you're just listening to podcasts, but it's a little tablet and I can get a news briefing, a flash news briefing uh, from my sports teams, my weather. Well, guess what? Your church can have a flash briefing, daily flash briefing by using mychurchdaily.com. It's just a simple little audio you can upload. We help you do it. And uh, it's a great way to reach people every day. All right. Sounds great. Did I do a good job in promoting that? Yes, it was awesome. Eh, good. Yeah, good. I'm glad to hear that. Thanks. All right. So, folks, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. Subscribe to our wonderful podcast. We've been doing this for decades now. Uh, long before they even invented radio, we were doing podcasts and being funny, but uh, we've been doing podcasts and we'd love it if you would subscribe, just uh, wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe to Church Solutions Podcast and uh, and you can never miss an episode. All right, Steve, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, it's great being here. 
And again, folks, thank you for listening or watching us. We sure appreciate it. Please take care of yourself and each other. We'll catch you next time on another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson.